Uh, let's go to the Word this morning, amen? Would y'all just stand with me just out of respect for the Word of God? Let's go to Isaiah chapter 43. We're going to read a few passages uh, uh, in this chapter here. And uh, this is actually a, uh, uh, a writing uh, from Isaiah to the children of Israel. But how many of y'all know the Bible says now that we've accepted Jesus Christ, we're engrafted into the family? That makes us spiritual Jews, amen? So the promises of old are good for us too. And we know that all the promises are what? Yea and amen. Hallelujah. Everybody say they're mine. So Isaiah 43, let's start reading with verse 1. It says this, But now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. Somebody say hallelujah. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. Glory to God. When thou passest through the waters... I will be with thee, and through the rivers they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Glory to God. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia and Seba for thee. Since thou was precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable, and I have loved thee. Therefore I will give men for thee, and people for their life. I love this for your children right here. Fear not, for I am with thee. I will bring thy seed from the east and gather thee from the west. I will say to the north, give up, and to the south, keep not back. Bring my sons from far and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory. I have formed him, yea, I have made him. Bring forth the blind people that have eyes and the deaf that have ears. Let all nations be gathered together and let the people be assembled who among them can declare this and show us former things? Let them bring forth their witnesses that they may be justified or let them hear and say, it is truth. Ye are my witnesses. Everybody say, I'm his witness. Saith the Lord and my servant whom I have chosen that ye may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there is no God formed, neither shall be there be after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. I have declared and have saved. I have showed when there was no strange God among you. Therefore, ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, that I am God. Drop down to verse 18, if you would. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. For behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth, shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The beast of the field shall honor me, the dragons and the owls, because I give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my people, my chosen. This people, everybody say, that's me. This people have I formed for myself. They shall show forth my praise. If you're the people of God, give him a praise right now. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. You can be seated and focus in with me on verse uh, 19. And read it with me again. It says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Shall it not spring forth? Shall you not know it? I even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Hallelujah. I'm going to talk to you just a few minutes this morning. Share with you something about a way in the wilderness. Let me ask you all something. Have anybody ever been... Been, uh, feel like you can't see the forest for the trees. Amen. Let me tell you, this is, this is a, the human 
race life. Has anybody figured out with me this ain't heaven yet? <laughs> it doesn't take long to figure that out. Amen. We go through things. But if we're believers, God's with us. He'll bring us through everything. And my Bible says that we're to go from victory to victory, from glory to glory. Amen. And God's faithful to lead us through. That does not mean that we're not going to go through some seasons of wilderness areas where we can't see the way through. Amen. I don't know what's going on in your life, but I, I, I believe God laid this on my heart. There's some people here that that uh, you know where you come from, but but where you're going, you're not sure. Amen? You can't see. Maybe it's a bad report from the doctor, and you can't see through those woods to get to where you know God has promised you to be. Maybe something going on with a relationship, and it's just clouded your vision. You can't see where to get to the promises of God. Whatever it is, maybe it's financial issues. Whatever it is, I'm telling you, if God said you can get through, you can get through. And if the devil comes tell you, there's no way. It's what he told you, brother. There's no way. But my God said, everybody say, my God said, there is a way. In fact, the way is a person. Amen. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. Hallelujah. So if you know Jesus, you know the way. And it doesn't matter how clouded the vision is and what your obstacles are, God will make a way. Even when there seems like no way, would somebody say amen and amen. So I tell you, I, I just... uh uh, a couple of weeks ago, I shared this with our folks. It was really out of an experience I had in prayer. And uh, so I just want to share this with you this morning. And uh, how many of y'all know we need to be sensitive to what the Holy Spirit's speaking to us? And, and uh, you know, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was uh, uh, back in my office there at the house and, and uh, just seeking the Lord about Saturday for Sunday. And I, I pretty much knew what I was going to preach, you know. I had, to, had all kind of sermons I could preach. Y'all know how that goes. I mean... That's good. I mean, if you preach the word, it's good. Amen. But how many of y'all know it's not enough to have a word? You need the word. Amen. God knows everybody in here needs a word today for you. That's the word. Amen. You see, I may be preaching up here, uh, but there's another voice that's communicating with you. It's the voice behind the words. It's the voice of the spirit. I preach one message. You know what God's preaching? I don't know how many people we got in here, but however many people we got in here, that's how many messages the Holy Spirit's preaching because he knows what's going on in your life I don't but God has the ability because he's God to minister to every one of those situations so I encourage you listen to the voice behind the words today I told my people last week I said I said I could come preach to you next week the very same message and say the very same words and the Holy Spirit's going to preach it different to you amen that's how creative our God is and that's why why we need to listen to the voice of God. And, 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 uh, I said all that to say this. I was, I was, uh, uh seeking the Lord and, and uh, praying and, and, you know, nothing was just clicking. It was just, a, uh, I could make it, you know, have a good message, but, but I, I needed to hear the voice of God. And so, uh, we live on a small, uh, acreage of land, about six and a third acres and, and, uh, been a blessing to us to have that. And most of it's wooded. And, uh, so many times the Lord just put on my heart to, to, isolate myself to get along with him and so i walked outside and i began to just to look for a place to get along with god amen how many of y'all know that's a good idea amen. did even jesus not isolate himself and go up on the top of the mountain sometime to talk to the father amen so how many of y'all know it's a good idea to isolate yourself sometime get along with god because god wants to talk to you amen don't leave it up to pastor randy to speak everything into your life that you need to hear from god 
You know what he's doing? He's trying to promote you to go, go get with God yourself. Amen. Listen to the voice of God yourself. You know the word yourself because there's sometimes, praise God, you can call him when you need to, brother, and he'll be there. But I'm telling you, there's sometimes when you've got to stand on the word that you have. Amen. So you need that one on one with God. It was one of those times I just knew I needed to get along with God. And so I was, I went out and I went on the, the uh, uh, left side of my property and was, was just uh, uh, praying, but I, I was hearing the neighbor kids play, you know, down there, and it, that wasn't working. So I, I was uh, uh, walking over to the other side. It's a real, real wooded side, and and uh, and I just all of a sudden I had this urge in me to sit down and pray. You know, how many of y'all know we need to pay attention to what the Spirit's bringing up in our hearts? Amen. And and so I had this uh, I had this uh, urge to to find somewhere to to sit down. And, and I thought, man, I ain't got no stumps out here, Lord. I don't know where I'm supposed to sit down. And I walked over on that, uh, that, uh, uh right side of the property. And, uh, you gotta understand that we, we've been out there for some years, but, uh, when we got there, we had a back fence up. It was already there. I built fence on this side. And then about five years ago, four or five years ago, we built a pipe fence in front. But this one fence line over here is not up yet. And so, I started clearing that fence line about about three years ago. And so I was walking toward that, not even remembering that. And I got over there, and I noticed that that where I had been clearing that fence line, I, I, I forgot about this. My father-in-law, J.D., uh, that uh, went home to be with the Lord, uh, when he was about three years ago, he was in his 80s. He couldn't work anymore, but he loved to work so much. When I went out there to clear that fence line, I put him a plastic chair out there, one of them white plastic chairs, and he sat and just watched me work. He got such a joy out of that, amen? And so I forgot it was there. But here I am feeling led of the Spirit to sit down, amen? I need to sit down. Now, I'm a a walker in prayer, but I was feeling the urge of God to to sit down, and so I found that chair and said, Lord, thank you for giving me a place. I want to tell you this morning, first of all, I want to remind you of, of the Word of God that says, Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Hallelujah. There is a value in rest. Amen. There's a reason why God made the Sabbath. Amen. He, he put the world together and then on the, on the seventh day he rested. It wasn't cause God was tired. I promise you that. He's trying to establish a pattern for man. And the Bible says that that a, a man was not made for the Sabbath, but Sabbath was made for the man. In other words, we need to figure out, God's telling us, you can't work all the time and have a successful life. You've got to have a break sometime. Amen. That's why, hey, don't feel bad. Your pastors are off getting a break. They need it. That's the only way they're going to stay refreshed and be able to tap into all that God has for you. And somebody say amen. amen. Hallelujah. So so know that, but, but boy, I found this chair out there and, and I sat down and I just began to open my heart to the Lord. And I, I want to tell you, I just began to, you know, it's amazing when you, when you follow the leading of the Holy Spirit, as silly as it sounds. And God's asked people in the Word of God to do some silly things. Why don't you march around the city seven times? And then seven times on the seventh day and shout and the walls will come down. Why did Naaman, have, Naaman got upset about it when they, when the, the servant of the prophet told him to go dip in the Jordan seven times. God's instructions don't make sense sometimes in the natural mind. But how many of y'all know if we'll obey anyway? Everybody say obey anyway. God will give you what you need. 
So I just felt compelled. So I sat down in that plastic chair. Here I am in the middle of the woods. Amen. Fence line right here started being clear and all these woods in front of me. And uh, I, I thought, you know, my natural man said, what are you doing sitting out here in the woods? And I just began to open up my spirit. I just began to pray in the spirit. Open up. And I'm telling you, there was a heavy, heavy intercession that hit me almost to the point of travail. And boy, I just communed with the Lord. Didn't have any knowledge of what was going on up here. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? How many of y'all thankful for the Holy Ghost that bypasses this right here? Because this right here is our problem sometimes. And I communicated with God in the Spirit, speaking in an unknown language, speaking in that heavenly language, praying in that, 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 uh, unction that He, He gave me, not understanding it. Look, I ain't getting nothing for my message on Sunday yet. Y'all hear me? I'm saying, I came out here to get some clarity. And all I'm doing, I'm praying in tongues. I don't know what you're doing, Lord, but all I can tell you is that when I released all that prayer to God, oh my goodness, there was a knowing in my spirit that things had been accomplished. Hallelujah. Listen, if you don't understand, or you, you may pray for an hour and not have any more direction when you get through as when you started. But if you prayed and you gave it to the Lord and you trusted the Holy Spirit, I want to tell you something. Something was accomplished. A way was being made that you can't see yet, but God was working in ways you cannot see. When we pray in the Spirit. We bring our future into our present. Would somebody say amen? Trust the Holy Ghost. I know I'm in a Holy Ghost church here this morning. How many of y'all know you can trust the Holy Ghost? Aren't you thankful for Him? But I just been a, I bared my heart to the Lord and, and uh, through that prayer and, and then as I sat there after I kind of just, uh, uh, kind of come into the end of that, that, uh, time of inspiration prayer, God began to just direct my, my attention to where I was sitting there. And I was seeing that path of the start of that fence line. I only had about a third of it cleared out, but these were thick woods, y'all took some work to get it cleared out. And this has been about two and a half, three years ago that I was working on that. Amen? And so I was looking, and God spoke to me. He said, I want you to look at that because this is your life. And the Lord said, I want you to take a moment here while I've got you still to look at where you started and see how far I've brought you. How many of y'all know it's always good sometime to reflect back upon where God has brought us from? How many of y'all was in a mess when Jesus found you? Hallelujah. But thank God He is in the business of making us new creatures in Christ Jesus. He didn't just fix my mess. He made me different so that I could approach my mess differently. Amen. And He's constantly, as you've heard it many times said probably, He's in the business of turning our mess into a message. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But He said, look back. I have cleared a path in your life to this point. And I begin to think, I said, I've got a, I've got a stake in the ground where that corner is. And I've got a stake in the ground where the finish point is. I can't see the finish point yet, but I can see where I've started from. I can't see, I know God's got a place for me to get, and I don't know what all I'm going to have to go through to get there, but God has promised it, so it's there. Would somebody say amen? But I can see where I've come from. Amen. God said, I want you to just look at that. Remind me, my dad, my daddy passed away about uh, three or four years ago. And, and uh, when he first bought out there, he was, they, they lived about a mile away from where our property is there in China Spring. And, and uh, when I was just a, a junior in high school when they bought that property, and, and I used to go out there and, and uh, help him build fence. And when we would finish 
a fence line and have those fence posts up. You know, I'd really get on the next task. Daddy would always tell me, he said, he said, no, no, wait a minute, son. You need to stop back and look and see what you've done. Admire your work a little bit and be thankful for what's been accomplished. How many of y'all know we need to do that sometimes? Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible puts it like this in 2 Peter 3 and 1. It says, stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. Now listen to me. How many of y'all know every one of us in here got things in our past we need to forget? Like Paul said, this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and looking forward to those things that are before. We're going to get to that in a minute. But how many of y'all know it's still good to sit down and reflect and remember how far God has brought you from and where He's brought you to? Hallelujah. Y'all are sitting in church this morning. Back up a few years. Some of y'all would not have been here. Back up a few days. No, no, I'll just... Now, y'all hear what I'm saying. Appreciate where you are. I can guarantee you this. You're sitting in the house of God. At this very moment in time in your life, you are exactly in the perfect place that God wants you to be at this moment in your life. Because you're in the house of God. I say that with all confidence. Sometimes we need to stir up our pure minds. And we need to remember. You know, that's why when they crossed over the Jordan, do y'all remember? Joshua said, wait a minute. We ain't making camp yet. I want one of you guys from each tribe to go into the riverbed that was dried up. Remember for their crossing? He said, I want you to carry a stone on your shoulder. In other words, get a big one. Don't get a little one. Carry a stone on your shoulder. And we're going to come over here and we're going to stack it up where we're camping tonight. So that later on, years when we come by this place and our kids ask, what's that pile of rocks for, Daddy? You tell them, that's where God dried up the rivers of the Jordan. And those rocks, those stones were in the midst of the place we needed to cross. And that's a memorial. Sometimes you need to build memorials in your life. Would somebody say amen? So that you can give God glory for what He has done. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's good to remember where God's brought us from. Amen. Then I got to looking at that fence line that I had started to cut out. And God began to direct my attention that there were still a lot of limbs from three years ago that I had cut off that were in my way originally. And now they were laying beside, dead and dry. How many of y'all are so thankful that the Lord came by with the voice of His Spirit, with the sword of His Word, and started cutting out stuff from your life. Hallelujah. And as you look back, it's not attached. It's not an obstacle anymore. But you're free from that stuff. And that stuff is laying beside the line of your life. And it is not fruitful anymore. Hallelujah. It's dried up. It's non-existent. Hallelujah. Somebody say, thank you Jesus for setting me free. I stand before you today as a man that's went through some stuff. I've had some challenges in my life. Stuff that I knew I could not get over or get through by myself. So therefore, now that I've overcome, I know it wasn't Mark Griffin that gave me the victory because I didn't have the strength to do it. It was Jesus within me because He's the one that made it happen. He perfects those things which concern us and He said that in your weakness, His strength is made perfect. I look back on those things I couldn't handle, I couldn't get free from, that were plaguing my life, and now I'm free from it. I'm saying, Jesus, that's something me and you did together right there because you were with me. Only your power could do that. Somebody say hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. But then I also noticed that there's some little places, been three years, you know, 
some little places where, where the, the limbs that, that I'd cut from are trying to grow back in. And the Lord said, now look, when you get out here to, to start on that fence again, first thing you need to do, clear out that little stuff that's starting to grow back in. How many of y'all know we cannot afford the enemy to creep back in the path that God has cut out for our life? Hallelujah. Oh, here's a friend. Yeah, what kind of friend are they? Amen. What are they going to try to pull you back into? That's why we need to guard our relationships. I'm preaching to y'all now. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Amen. Guard your relationships. Let me tell you what, we're living in a day. I'm telling I'm about fed up with TV. You can't hardly watch regular TV. Amen. So disgusted every time you turn on a program. And you know what? We have to make a decision. Are we going to just flow with it, try to overlook it, or are we going to separate ourselves from it? Hallelujah. Man, I was watching something the other night. thought we'd try it. You know? A little granddaughter sitting there at the, the, the little table we got set up for her. And we're watching something. Boy, something came across us. Uh-uh, we ain't doing that. Turned it off. And our granddaughter looked and says, yeah, that's of the devil. I said, you're absolutely right, sweetheart. Amen. Thank God she knows. Amen. So man, you got to put a guard on you. You don't let that stuff grow back in. Amen. Yeah, you used to entertain it. Yeah, you used to be a part of it. Man, it's time, it's time to get serious about living for God. Amen. Get your pruning shears out. Let the word of God and the spirit of God keep those paths clear in the name of Jesus. Would somebody say amen and amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. But the Word of God also tells us, forget those things which are behind. See, as long as I sit there, I was enjoying the reminder of what had been done and the freedom. But the Lord also told me this, if you sit here, you're going to die. No more progress. you got to get up and do something because you're not to the point that I have called you to yet. I know when you look in front of you, oh my gosh, let me tell you what, there was trees here when I cleared. But this way, ugh, thick woods. I mean, I don't know about around here, we, we got cedars and a few mesquites in there. And man, these, this cedar patch I'm cutting through, it's thick. And man, it, it was, it was the thickest part I'm looking at. But the Lord says, says, I will make a way where there seems like no way. And again, he reminded me, I'm not just talking about your fence line. I'm talking about your life. Amen. Amen. Doesn't matter how many trees are in your way. What obstacles are in your way. God will make a way. Somebody say, God will make a way. And I started looking at that. And as long as I sat there just looking at my past, I wasn't making any progress. I said, well, but there's a wilderness. But then God said, look, you can look at the past, you can look at the obstacles, but won't you just look up? I looked up, and here in this thick canopy of trees was this perfect, hollowed-out hole, and up was this beautiful blue sky. And I just forgot about it for a minute and just started worshiping God again. Let me tell you what, if you get flustered about what's in front of you, if you get flustered to the view of where you think you've got to go through, won't you just look up for a change? Hallelujah. Everybody say, He said, Look unto me. Look unto Jesus. Because why? He's the author and the finisher of your faith. If Jesus started writing your story, He can finish it. Amen? Hallelujah. So if you don't know where to go, if you don't know how to get through, look up. Everybody say, look up. 
Glory to God. And just His presence and knowing that presence will give you the strength to go on, man. And then I looked up, I started praising God. And, and uh, man, the, the Lord reminded me there in Psalm 3 and 3 where it says, He's the glory and the lifter of my head. Hallelujah. He reminded me that, as I said, He's the author and finisher of our faith. And God, when He authors something, He's not the author of confusion. Amen? He's the author of blessing. He's the author of deliverance. He's the author of salvation. He is the author of all those things that bring us to life and godliness. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Then I started, you know, I've been praying. I've been in the spiritual mindset. Now, all of a sudden, I'm thinking about building a fence. You know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, man, I got to get out here and finish this fence. And so I'm all, I'm all, God, let me have a break for a few minutes, you know, and, uh, we, we did our spiritual thing. I still don't know what I'm preaching the next day, by the way, by this time, but I've spent time with God. I'm out there doing what I need to do by my spirit. And uh, so, but then I'm thinking about, God, I gotta get this fence done. Been three years in the works and got this done. I'm gonna get out here and clip those little limbs and I'm trying to creep back in. And, and then I'm gonna go forward. Then I look forward again. It's like, ugh, you know, you know, thick, thick, thick things. And uh, as I as I focused on that, I began to to just think about. I, I begin. Why am I feeling this compelling to do this? And it's like the Lord said to me, because your season's about to change. He said it's been cold. It's been hard to get out here and do anything, but springs are coming. <laughs> Look at somebody and say, springs are coming. The season's about to change. The season that is conducive for work and way making is about to change. And I say this prophetically to you at Word of Life Church, that your season is about to change. Hallelujah. You may be in a good season, but sometimes you got to leave good to get to the better. Hallelujah. And your season is about to change. It's going to be conducive for work. And those things that seem like they were too hard to get through, God is going to make a way where there seems like no way. He's going to make a way through your wilderness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. New building come in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. In Jesus' name, this church is going to be bigger than any church in Limestone County should be. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. How many of y'all know, how many of y'all believe in these last days? There's a mighty outpouring of the Holy Ghost coming in these last days. Yes, the world's getting worse and worse, but I want to tell you, the true church of Jesus Christ is intensifying with the glory of God. Greater and greater and greater. And He will pour upon those that are open to His outpouring. Amen. We need to be like Moses was. Go see what the fire is. Amen. Not the people that God wanted to talk to that were the Hebrews at the bottom of the mountain when the mountain just started smoking. They said, Moses, tell God to us we don't want Him talking to. See, that's the problem. You know, you know why there's any empty chairs in here in this Holy Ghost church? Because a lot of people are running from the fire. But I want to tell you, there's coming a season when the people are going to start running back to the fire in Jesus' name to see what God is saying. Hallelujah! Everybody say, burn Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. But I begin to look at that. Now I'm thinking, by this time I'm thinking natural fence building, you know. I'm thinking, well, how did I get this done? I had a tool. I had a tool. God said, I've given you tools for your life too. And he reminded me of a scripture over in Isaiah 41. 
verses 13 through 16. Go over there with me real quick. Oh, I like this. I like this. Hallelujah. How I many y'all, y'all didn't know you was going to get a lesson in fence building today, did you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Listen to this. He says, he says, oh, I got to hurry. For, for I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. Fear not, thou worm Jacob, and ye men of Israel, I will help thee, saith the Lord, and thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Behold, I will make thee a new sharp threshing instrument, having teeth, and thou shalt thresh the mountains and beat them small, and shalt make the hills as chaff. Thou shalt fan them, and the wind shall carry them away, and the whirlwind shall scatter them, and thou shalt rejoice in the Lord, and shalt glory in the Holy One of Israel. God said, I have made thee a new sharp instrument having teeth. I said, God, it's a chainsaw. <laughs> Hallelujah. How did I cut that, that line out? I did it with a chainsaw. But then I remembered. I remembered. Oh, just this last Father's Day, my wife bought me a pole saw. If you, if you don't know what that is, that's a chainsaw on the end of a pole. So all that other clearing I'd done, I'd have to be having to get up in that cedar with that, with that chainsaw, these little limbs sticking me over, you know, you know. Now I got me a pole saw. So I got two sharp instruments having teeth. I thought, man, man, now I'm ready to do some clearing. Hey man, I got me a new instrument. And God said, I've given you two instruments too. And both of them have teeth. My mouth and your mouth. Lord of God, when the enemy puts obstacles in your way, hallelujah, when you get the words that have come out of my mouth and have passed from my teeth and you put them in your mouth and let them pass out of your teeth, you will begin to cut your way through the wilderness limb by limb, hallelujah, and there will be a way made, hallelujah. Everybody say, I got a chainsaw. I got a spiritual chainsaw. I got God's Word and my Word. And when our words become His Word, there is a way made every time. I don't care how thick the woods look. Don't care what the doctors are saying now. Say what God says now. And just see what... Now listen to me. It may be one limb at a time. Don't get discouraged because you don't get the fence cleared out in two hours. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying here? Keep cutting. Keep clearing. Keep applying the Word of God to your situation. And I promise you, the way will be made with somebody say hallelujah. Everybody say, I've got a spiritual chainsaw. And we read right there, it goes on to say it'll, it'll just cut the mountains down to powder and blow away like the chaff. And I thought, huh. I think I remember another mountain moving scripture in the Word of God. Mark 11, amen. Thou shalt say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast in the sea, shall not doubt in your heart. You shall believe whatever thou sayest, thou shalt have whatsoever thou sayest. Hallelujah. So begin to speak the Word. Hallelujah. Stacy was saying it this morning. Proclaim what God is proclaiming. When we start sounding like God, God gets on our fence line and begins to clear the way where there seems like no way. Y'all getting anything out of this this morning? Is it okay if I go just about five more minutes? Are y'all with me? Hallelujah. Apply the word to your situation. Mountain moving scriptures. Amen. God's given us two saws to grind away. Amen. Because I'm going to get to that finish point. I know there's a point, Justy, where I'm going to be with God in heaven. That's, but there's some cutting to be done between here and there. 
Amen? But it's only through the Word of God and applying His power to get it done. Amen? But I start, then I start, okay, I'm examining my fence line here. And I found a Pepsi can, so I went over and put it a little farther in the line. Came back to see if I could see it. I could hardly see it. Man, thick woods. I'm still thinking, oh my goodness, I got thick woods. And so I thought, well, I'm going to go down to the finish point. Amen? And look back. And I went to the finish point and looked back, just trying to get things to line up. And I just couldn't, the, the trees are too thick, can't see anything from my starting point. I just couldn't get it to line up. How many of y'all know we can try all we can in ourselves and we just can't get things to line up? Amen? Trying to view it. I walk around trying to look where, where it is. Best I can go back at it, you know what I'm saying? And then it hit me. Ding. God is the most high. He's not just high. He's the most high. And He said, you need to look at it from my perspective. So I got Google Maps. <laughs> and I pulled up my property. And you know what I discovered when I looked at it from overhead? There ain't as much wilderness there as I thought there was. Hallelujah. Looking at it from my earthly point of view, it looks like I'll never get through that mess. But when I look at it from God's point of view, I see that I'm about free in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, you got to keep cutting with the Word of God. Keep speaking forth the Word of God. What I discovered too, look at that. The Lord, there was, there was a, there was a, a bunch of brush that I was going to cut through, and then I was going to hit a little clearing. And I was going to hit some more brush. And then a big clearing. Man, God said, that's how life is. I mean, y'all, sometimes you got to work through. You got to keep pounding. You got to keep pounding. And God brings you to a place of rest. And then you got to go to work again. Amen. But He said, don't quit. Keep going. Amen. Keep going. Keep pursuing the work. Keep going forward. You know, it's kind of like God made us. You know what your heart does? It does like this. It pumps and then it rests. It pumps and then it rests. It's kind of like our life is. We push and God gives us rest. We push and God gives us rest. Hallelujah. Keep pushing. Keep pumping the blood. Amen. You hear what I'm saying? Keep pumping the blood. Apply the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And God will make a way where there seems like no way. Get a bird's eye view when somebody say amen. Let me share just one other thing. Y'all give me five more minutes? Are we good? Are we good? I don't know what time y'all usually get out. I know Randy those. I brought some tinker toys I just want to play with for a few minutes before we dismiss here. But uh, I robbed my, my granddaughter's toy box this morning. But, but anyway. I woke up yesterday morning and God said this to me. I didn't know where, where this come from until I started, until I started meditating on it. <laughs> Isn't it funny how God speaks to you, the Spirit of God? You know what's the Spirit of God? Because what? There's a witness there. How, how is every one of y'all, how are you going to be convinced that you're saved. Not because you've got a picture of Jesus when He showed up in your bedroom. How do you know it? The Bible says that, that His Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we're the children of God. So you know when the Spirit of God is leading you. And so I knew, I woke up yesterday morning. Man, I knew the Spirit of God was saying this to me. The Spirit of God said, you can't fit a square peg into a round hole. Huh? And I started meditating on that. And the Lord said, think about it. What's that shape like? 
What's the world shaped like? Round. Amen. And the pressures of this life are going to continually try to keep you wore down to be shaped like the world so that you can fit right into the world. Amen? Even though you profess to be a Christian, you can do everything in the world and just fit right into there. But God says, I have not called you to a round existence. I've called you to a existence where you have turning points. I have called you to an existence where you have lines. How many of y'all know we need to draw lines in our life? We need to create some perimeters in our life. Let me just say it. We need to put some perimeters in our life. Would somebody say amen? Amen. amen. And with perimeters, there's turning points. You won't fit into the world. In fact, the world, back, back when I was a kid in like the 60s, or late 60s and early 70s, they called you square. <laughs> Amen. So you may be called square if you're a Christian, but I want to tell you, if you're square, you're shaped like a pasture. And that means there is definite lines where God can cause you to contain some things. Look, when I get that fence built, I'll be able to put some livestock in there. I'll be able to put some things in there and I'll be able to care for them, take care of them, and they won't just run off and get run over on the highway or nothing else. Are y'all hearing me today? But God wants you. He says you're going to have to put up some perimeters. Let me, have, I got news for y'all. Holiness is still in. Amen. Does holiness make you a Christian? Absolutely not. The blood of Jesus makes you a Christian. There ain't nothing you can do to earn it. Amen. But holiness should be the product of those of us who are Christians. Enough said about that. And God reminded me, man, when I had, I had horses that just got rid of them last year. We're still grieving over that. I don't respect But anyway. There was two pens we had, and this was I had a, a back portion of my property fence for our horses, but there was a pasture that was shaped like this, with definite corner posts and turning points and lines. But there was also a round pen. All you horse people will understand. And the round pen is where you take your horse when there's things to be disciplined and things to be learned, things to be worked. I want to tell you, if you stay in the round pen, it's going to be work. We don't need to stay in the world because the devil will work you till you're frazzled out. Would somebody say amen? But you know what? When I owned them horses, I'd take them occasionally in the round pen. I'd run them. I'd work them. I'd get them till they're, till they're supple and doing what they need to do. And you know what I'd do then? As me as an owner, what I want to do? Turn them out to the pasture. And then they had definite lines. Stay in this and you're going to get all the feed you need. You're going to get all the hay you need. You're going to get all the grass you need. You're going to get brushed every once in a while. How many of y'all know God's going to take care of you? He's going to brush you sometime. He's going to even trim your feet sometime. How beautiful are the feet of them that bring good news. Would somebody say amen? So don't be afraid to draw lines and stay within the perimeters of the Lord. Because He will make a way. And this is my... As I'm, uh, let me just end this by saying this. Once I get that fence up, and I get those posts in the ground, I get, get wire on there, I'll be able to contain some things that I was not able to contain before. Amen? I'll be able to hold some things that I was not able to hold before. And I want to tell you this morning, I want to challenge you with this. The lines that are established, the line of your life that you are establishing by your life today, it's going to outlive you. You drive down the road, you can still see the fences that my daddy built. Outlived him. 
You can look and say, some man built that fence. Man, if the Lord tarries and, and I pass on before His coming, I want people not to look at my natural fence line, but to look at the line that I lived in my life and say, man, He drew, he drew a line. He contained the glory of God. And it wasn't easy to build that line. But He allowed the Spirit of God and the Word of God to cut a path for Him. I don't know what you're going through this morning, but I can promise you this. God can make a way in your wilderness. He can make a way where there seems like no way. Would you all stand with me? Stacy? if you'd come. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Just worship the Lord for a moment. Hallelujah. Lord, we love You this morning. We glorify You. We thank You, Father. We praise You for Your goodness. We praise You for Your love. Lord, we thank You, God, that You're so faithful to us. And we thank You, Father God, that You know what we're facing. God, You know the obstacles, Lord, that seem to be in front of us. But we're so thankful today, Father, that God, we know that You're going to make a way. Lord, You are faithful who has promised, and You promised us the point of victory. Sometimes we look we say, I don't know how I'm going to get there. I don't know how this healing's going to come. I don't know how this relationship's going to be straightened out. Father, You know, God, me and Donna, we have situations within our own family's life. And the natural we look and say, we don't know how that's going to be fixed. But God, we have Your Word on it. We have Your promise. We have a point of answer. In the name of Jesus, we're going to keep cutting by the Word of God and the Spirit of God because we're going to arrive there in Jesus' name. Father, I pray. I pray for my brothers and sisters this morning. And I ask in the name of Jesus that You would give them the assurance today. God, I pray that everyone would be able to leave out of this building today knowing that their help has arrived in You, Jesus. Through Your Word, through the power of the cutting of Your Word and Your Spirit. Lord, I pray that it be applied to every life today. Lord, let us receive it with a whole heart. In Jesus' name. And everybody say it.